Today's Chazar is Daf Mem Vavim and Beis. We're going to start from the Mishnah Banim Mem Vavim and Aleph. So, the Mishnah Ketzid Mefrishin Chala Betumah Biyamtiv. When you have, you're making matzah, you're making bread on Pesach, and the dough is tummy. So, normally, you have to be mafresh otherwise, you can't eat it, it's tevil. Normally, you could be mafresh and you could bake the chala, a kayin could eat it, but it's tummy, so a kayin can't eat it. So, what do you do? If you're going to be mafresh chala, a kayin can't eat it, so you're not allowed to bake it, because you're baking it, not let's say a kayin nefesh, and to leave it will become chametz, and to burn it, as she says, ain't safe and kachim biyamtif. You're not allowed to burn kachim biyamtif. Right? And Taisa says, why can't you just use it for firewood? Taisa says it might be exera, or it might be because that's not considered echel nefesh, you have to burn it, it's just memela having or not. That's what Taisa discusses, two smaris, why you can't use it for firewood. It's interesting, we didn't really discuss it so much. Rashi says, to give it to dogs, also you can't do because they're inside from kachim biyamtif. Can't feed it to dogs. So Rashi and Beya says a little bit of tremendous Kiddush that since the Torah says you have to destroy it through burning, so if you destroy it through any other means, it also has a din like it's burning, and you'd be over on the Isser of Avara Beyantif. It's a tremendous Kiddush. That's what Rashi says in Beya. Alright, anyway, so what do you do? So, three to nine. Don't give it a shame chala until you bake it. And why are you allowed to bake it even though, right? Even though one of them is not right. So here Rashi says, because I guess we didn't really say hail yet, because you could be you could you eat every one, they being mafish a little bit of challah from each one. And then he says, afterwards, you could be mafish one, because since it was right to bake, maybe Rashi means even without the swear of hail. Since you could have eaten it, so if you're mafish one, that's also okay. But the side why it's mutter is because you can be mafish a little bit from each one. Ben Beseri, I mean, Tatal Ben Beseri says the eighth is, be mafish the chala, and make sure it doesn't become its hal by putting it in cold water, and then it won't become chametz. Um, Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua says, no, we don't need eighth. Laizel chametz shemizana lebayira. This is not chametz which you have in Issa Bayira because it belongs to you, Ubayya Matzah. It doesn't belong to you because chala belongs to Shevet Kahuna. It belongs to the Kayin. Right? So when you say the Kayin's Aver, or your Aver for having the Kayin's chametz, right? We mentioned that Dari Shainim that hold that you're only allowed to have a Gais chametz in your house. You can't have a Yitz chametz, you're going to be Aver. But either way, there it says because nobody owns it. There's no single owner, you can't say the Kahanim are chayev, they're not. And then, but on the other hand, you also don't own it. So Mimela, I mean, it's not Hefker, that's an interesting thing, it's not Hefker, it belongs to Shevet Kun in general, but Shevet Kun is not someone that could be Eva Balira. And you, doesn't belong to you, so fine. Elam Afrishasa, just be Mafish and Mechasa Erev, leave it to the night, and Mechmitza, Mechmitza, it doesn't matter if it becomes comments. So the Gemara says, Lame Batavis and Akim So the Machlaikis we have is, Machlaikis in the Mishnah would seem that, and Blazer Nebeshua, right, would seem 
if you're over on it, right? The Rishua doesn't say clearly, are you allowed to bake it when you were in Kairi shame? Right? The Rishua doesn't address that question. Perhaps he holds you not, but it doesn't say. Right? And seemingly, putting it in cold water, right? What seems to be, he says, why did your blessed hold it? He holds you don't need it. And also, like Taisa says, because it might not work. Right? Perhaps, perhaps, uh, Ben Becerra holds that you're not allowed to bake it. But the Gemara is not addressing that question. The Gemara is not discussing if you are or are not allowed to bake it because there's no clear, it's not clear in the Mishnah anyone holds that you're not. Right? Maybe Ben Becerra holds, why bother? Put it in cold water and forget. You'll bake it, you'll bake it afterwards. You know, it won't become chametz, I don't know. But, uh, or, you'll, or you'll burn it afterwards. But anyway, but Ben Besayin and Lezit clearly hold that there's a problem if it becomes Hametz, and Ben holds there's no, there's not. So that's a clear machlekes. So maybe the Tevis and Ha'ah can be forgiven. Maybe they're arguing about the din of Tevis and Ha'ah. Ben Lezit says that Tevis and Ha'ah mamun, and Ben Shua says that Tevis and Ha'ah ain't a mamun. Right? So Rashi explains, and we have this machlekes of Tevis and Ha'ah in other places. Right? Mimar brings it in a number of different other places. But the machlekes is, if the Gemara says in Bukhairis that you're allowed to give a Kayin money that he should, uh, not a Kayin, you're allowed to give a Yisrael money that he should give the Matnas Kuna to the Kayin of your choice. The Gemara's example was to my grandson, the Kayin. And you're allowed to pay him for it. The question is, are you paying him meaning that you're just uh, giving him an incentive, but it's not an actual monetary value? Or is that called the monetary value? Right? He has a choice, he could give it to any kind he wants. And that could have some value, because, because uh, he could charge money. He can't charge the kain. that's not called giving. You have to give the kain for free. You can't charge the kain anything for giving him the matnas kuna. But you could, if you want, sell it to someone who is interested and you're giving it to a specific kain. So is that moment? does that mean that you own something in this kawa? You don't own the challah, but you have a schus mammon in the challah to give it to the kain you want. Right? It's Let's say a kain takes your truma and eats it. Does he have to pay you? He doesn't have to pay you for the truma, it was not yours. Does he have to pay you for the tevis and not? You say, I want to give it to another kain. Right? So you're not allowed to do it. But if he does, right? The question is, was he mafsed your mammon? Right? They say, to me, it's a value. To give it to another kind. So you have to give me a small amount. Tavis never actually always called the Dava Mu'at, right? That I could have given to another kind. Well, no, that's not a mammon. Yes, Tavis gave you right to give it to another kind. It wasn't right what he did. But he didn't, wasn't mafsed any monetary value that could be Tavay and Bidin. So, if you owe Tavis and our mammon, that'll be interesting that you'll be Ayva Balira, even though you don't really own the Chamets. But that's enough of a Bailas to make you Ayva Balira. That's what the Gemara says. Well, no. So the Gemara says, no. There it says, the cool light. The cool almasava tevis na ain't a mammon. Everyone knows tevis is not mammon. Vachab hayo kemifli. They're arguing the Yisei Yisvar called hayo. Tevlaz yisav amin and hayo. And what's the hayo? Hayo vibay itshalay mamaynu. That was an interesting svar. Right? Not exactly sure how to be magd to exactly what hayo is. You know, you could, but you didn't. Okay. Hayo, since you could, so here also, since you have, an, you have a way of making it your mammon, that becomes your mammon. Like Taisa says, the fact that you could buy it, that doesn't make it your mammon. But the fact that you could remove an impediment from it, which would make it your mammon, really was yours. 
Now the Kedusha's Chuma, the Din Chuma, made it ice yours, right? It's the mitzvah of giving it to the Kayin that made it ice yours. Right? You have a way of removing that mitzvah, Yidei Sheila. You could be Sheila. And then it'll be yours. So that's considered yours. So there Rashi discusses if you're going to say Hail. So why don't you just say that you could be Kaira Shame and bake it? But you're asking me, what do you mean? But you're baking it for no reason. No. Could be a reason. I could be Shail. And then I could eat it. So I have a Hail. So Rashi says, yes, you really could bake it without, even if you were Kaira Shame. But it's better to do things without a Hail. Better do things without a hail. So but there he says, there he says another svara, and the chayy sounds like this svara also might not be hail. Before he said the reason why it's you allowed to bake it is because you could take challah from each one. Here actually says the reason why you could bake it is because on each one you could say you, you'll eat it. Right. But he says, right, but he says better do without hail. Okay. Fine. Let's say you bake from Yantav Techel, and Rashi, red zeis, not that you're not only that you're intending to use the Techel, Rashi says that maybe wouldn't be a problem because who says you're going to do that? Maybe you'll change your mind. But it means that you are not going to eat it because you already ate. And you don't have any room to eat anymore, you're not going to eat it. The Pshitulani says, it's like clar, you're not eating anything more today. So in that case, Hafchistam like a rabbam ain't a like. Hafchistam says you get malchus, rabbi says you don't. Hafchistam like a layamin and helmik learchim chazilei. So merely you're not baking vayichel nefesh and yamtiv, and therefore you get malchus over alive. And rabbi says no, amin and hayil, amin and hayil. You say hail because Miklearchem since guests could come and you'll feed it to the guests. But you hold that you don't say hail. So So how could you bake from Yantif to Shabbos? How you allowed to bake from Yantif to Shabbos? What do you mean? You have an Erev to Shilin. You can bake from Yantif to Shabbos. Um because you can mount an Isa Deraisa. Right? The Raisa you can't can bake. Going to Rabbah, the Deraisa is taken care of because Hel Miklearchim. So you're begging here on Friday that's Yamdith. Right? You're putting up the challenge. Well, maybe guests will come and you'll have to serve this challenge to the guests. Okay? But according to Rav Chista, that doesn't help. So Mara says, Amalei midiraisa tzarche shabbos nasim yantif. Midiraisa tzarche shabbos nasim yantif. Rashi explains, just like you could bake from yantif to yantif, shabbos is also a yantif azah. Shabbos is also a chada kedusha. Because yantif is called shabbos. Yantif is also called shabbos. So just like you're allowed to bake from yantif to yantif, you could bake from yantif to shabbos. That's midiraisa. So why do you need neirif teshilin? If you can allow people to stand bake from Yantif Shabbos without anything, so they'll think you'll have to bake from Yantif to Chayil. Okay, and you have to Shilam. And once you're abundant, said you need to have Shilam. Let's say Kera, you have a Hekka, right? Not clear. Some refer to would 
have a pshat. Why did he first answer Erev Tevshilin? And clearly the question was, the race on the Deraisa level. I mean, what's the same thing with the next shakla of Italia? Eisrei, and he asked him this question, next question, Behemim is the Kenis, you cannot shech the behema v'sekenis. You have a behema, and it's going to die. So if you don't shech it, you're going to lose it. We only veil it. If you shech it, so then you'll be able to save all the meat, right? Be able to eat it whenever. However, they preserved the meat in those days, right? They salted it, or whatever else they did. So el kadesh yach alechem and exais slimi by if it's too late to the end of the day that you won't be able to eat anything from the behemoth, so that's an isa even according to Rabbah, right? There's no way you could use the shkita. You're just saving the meat for the chayl. That's an isa deraisa. Now I'll do it. But let's say you could get a kazayas slimi baidyay. Rashi says you could skin the animal, cut a kazayas, roast it, and eat it. You have enough time, right? Not sure why he says to skin the animal. I think it was a child in the Gemara Bay. If it means if you could also just cut it out from the base of Shrita, the you know, just from the neck, maybe you wouldn't have to skin it even, you know what I'm saying? Alright, anyway. But um, oh, so it says that you could, right? Afghan even though he's really full. He has nothing, he has no room to eat anything more. So right? Because maybe Urchim will come. So, uh, so you could do it. It's possible to eat it. That's called, that's called hayl. Um, Why is it shechting? So again, same type of thing. It's because he's going to lose money. So Chazal allowed him to do it. They didn't want him to lose money. So according to you. How would that be mutter? Amalei in mishum hevsim meinay gama believe by lachal kazayis he hevsh exayis basel boishkita hevsim meinay. I don't mean to say stam lechazal mekel. I mean to say that since it's hevsim meinay, he's planning on eating a kazayis because he knows if he doesn't eat the kazayis, so he's not going to be able to shecht it and lose the animal. So memela he'll be able to force himself to eat the kazayis. As long as he could eat the kazayis, we're going to assume that he will eat the kazayis. And the male of the shkita will be considered a shkita for Eichel Nefesh. And I guess that's mutter, even though you really don't want to eat, you don't need to eat, but if you're going to eat, I guess that's good enough. Even according to Rav Chistam, that doesn't say, Hey, Elamaisa, I decided I want to eat. Why did I decide I want to eat? Because it has but that's good enough to be called a, um, an Eichel Nefesh. Okay.